Everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. Let's get started. And it's been, what, boys, about a week? Well, two weeks. Has it been two weeks? Oh my goodness, lots to cover, a lot of things you can count on. Death, taxes, a bison championship in football, Vikings laying an egg out in San Francisco. A lot of great things with the SDSU sports teams to get to in terms of Summit League play, both the men and the women having great weeks. But it's snowing outside. There's easily six inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, snowpocalypse is upon us. And Bushlight skips our town for the snow day. If you're not familiar with it, Bushlight had a snow day promotion where they're going to drop the price of beer by a dollar for every inch of snow that falls in seven selected cities. And unfortunately, our city was not selected. I don't understand it. We just cracked a bush light. By the time we get to March 22nd, when this ends, it's a max of $30. How did, how, any idea of how Sioux Falls gets skipped for what, what do we have here? Des Moines, fine. Grand Rapids, Michigan, I thought that's just where rebates come from. Minneapolis, they don't drink Bush Light. No, they drink craft beer. And PBR, craft beer, that's fine. Fargo, Omaha, Buffalo, well, yeah, I suppose. And Green Bay, no Sioux Falls. uh, All of South Dakota. Well, right, yeah. I would say, honestly, it's probably either up to the beer distributor if he wants to be in on the promotion. (laughs) Because, I mean, we're... 20 minutes from the Minnesota border. So we're not blaming Bush Light directly. We're blaming I want local answers. support. I want <laughs> answers. <laughs> That's why we tweeted at yeah, him. When you looked at the map, we were on the map, just not a part of the map. Yeah, I, I, and I did zero research on this. Just because <laughs> I'm saw angry. It, on Twitter. <laughs> it was a picture book. Right, yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know if it's based on your address. I'm sure that that's what the case is when you send this in for the rebate. But for, not heavy, but... Oh, there was consi- actually, there was work to be involved? Like you right, had to you gotta, a, like Right, you got to send your, uh, you got to send, send uh, uh, keep track of the, consumers go to bush.com slash snow day to find out. Oh, don't promote it for them. That sounds like a lot of work to get a rebate. I don't care. Just I would absolutely do that. That's up to $30 a free right, year. Like, yeah. So you guys would send the rebate back when you go to Menards? Yes. Yes. Oh, I never do. I grab the bag. <laughs> exactly. I actually only shop on the. Bag. That's what they're counting on. <laughs> they're counting on you not sending oh, the yep, Unless well, they want the other state of South Dakota people to be upset. I thought, well, now I know who to get to buy the beer. It's <laughs> so we need to go into Iowa or Minnesota, or is it just in those towns? Well, it's these the seven selected cities, so I'm assuming oh. it's your address. Like I said, I was just upset. I didn't fully uh, explore it once they left Sioux Falls out of it. But Give it a whirl. I think they selected the cities based on that's where they're going to track the snow. Uh, I, it, yeah, got hosed again. Well, they probably didn't include Sioux Falls because our meteorologists suck. Whoa! <laughs> you know, I was just thinking today. Sean this was Cable is leaving. Perfect. This poor guy. This was perfectly predicted. They said at... Six o'clock this morning, it's going to be windy and cold. The snow's going to come in, moving in from the nail that absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They were right on the money. Absolutely. I can let my dog outside, and the sun shines on his butt, too. So Wait, you have a dog? Nope, she's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I asked. <laughs> 
No, but the last four times they've predicted these massive things shut down school, it's been like spring. They, they were quick shutting down school last night. Wow. Well, I was at a, I was coaching the Y sixth grade basketball team, and between the third and fourth quarter, told the boys, no school tomorrow, and they freaked out. Played a lot better in that fourth quarter, too. A lot more energy. See, I reversed it. I didn't tell my daughter. I put her to bed at normal time so I can have a nice peaceful night. But she did sleep in. We're learning a lot about you here <laughs> today. Oh, Bush Light failed us. Oh, I felt so. Yeah, uh, I love Bush Light. What? Why? Why did we skip? What, what's one more town? It would have made a perfect set. Des Moines over to Omaha, up I twenty nine, to Sioux Falls. We were to on Fargo, the map. Back over. We to were on the map. They just did not think that Sioux Falls was. Uh... I don't know. Apparently, you guys don't feel strongly about that as I, blame, I did. I blame, I blame, but... Will you waver from Bush Light now? That I they blame Christy you? Gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> oh no, no. To answer your question, no, I will not waver from it. I don't give a set of people's like as I'm. Mistakes I'm sitting here there. enjoying one right That's now. That's right. <laughs> Anyway, so looking at the uh, yellow legal pad of uh, the notes of the last meeting. Glad it's Uh-oh. yellow. Uh-oh. Phil DeGroat, 0 for 2. Yep. Picking James Madison and Clemson. I don't know where you want to start with your... Let's start, re- let's start Clemson. All right. I feel like there was two defining plays, and I was wrong on LSU not seeing a defense as good as Clemson's because, wow. Um, the first defining play, if... It was right before the half. If Clemson tackles Burroughs inbounds, clock runs out, do not score a touchdown, they go back into the locker room with momentum. So that's seven points. Offensive pass interference, that was not interference. That's 14 points. They're right there in the game. Not to say they would have won, but they would have been right there. So that one, yeah, I was wrong. LSU's really, really really good they also their video their video guy is probably the best in the nation and i also am wondering what happened to sdsu's video guy but that's for another discussion he's in indiana somewhere well i know he's in indiana but let's find a new one but yeah that's i think those were the kind of two defining plays it comes sometimes it comes down to those plays those were the two plays but lsu played this game exactly like they did last game they got down they were beaten they were punched they were stuck down on their five yard line i think three Three drives in a row. Took the onslaught. Then all of a sudden, they just pushed the ABAB up, down, up, down, and all of a sudden just started destroying them. I don't know if Clemson changed something with their defense. Clemson losing its middle linebacker hurt a lot. And the the kid that came in was their defensive coordinator's son. Very good football player. Venables? Yeah, Venables. Not as good as the the guy he was replacing. But did that hurt as much as Lawrence not having... Probably his first bad game in college football. A guy who's used to being up thirty-four to nothing at half. Yeah. Now suddenly has to come out. He's in a game. Every pass is what did I o- see? overthrown. What, yeah. What did that? Yes, that was a stat I saw. Like thirty-five percent of his incompletions, yeah. or maybe, or thirty-five percent of his passes were overthrows. I mean, that that was a huge stat, and that's. He's he's a true sophomore though. He's, I don't think he's what is he twenty years old? Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Sun, sunshine's a good quarterback, yep. but he was facing an LSU defense that was that's going to send dudes to the NFL. Let's talk about the speed. That game started off like firecrackers. I it almost seemed like I was watching the game in like 
like one and a half speed fast. They were going so fast yeah. and so quick, which probably is the reason why the time of the game slowed down. I'm sitting Ooh. there like looking at like 1030 and I'm like, it's and not even the fourth quarter. And I'm like, I bro. <laughs> I turned it off. I went to bed. Because you could just tell Ellis, I mean, LSU was just going to keep keep going and they were going to win. So. But I had to stay up and let me got in on the coach Owens and go down. <laughs> So I was wrong. Well, they were a national champion, and you know what else LSU is good at? They're good at drinking beer. And smoking yeah. cigars. And smoking cigars. Cigars, cigars. The Wall Street Journal had a great article on LSU and selling beer in their stadium. So this year, it, they had one of their home games in October. They sold 55,000 beers in an afternoon in Tiger Stadium to, yet that month, Sold 60,687 beers wow. in Tiger Stadium to break their own so record. So say that home. again. In one game, they sold 55,000 beers? Bush Light would have LSU done that fans, if they had two falls in Quote, it. LSU fans managed to consume nearly 55,000 beers in one October game. I don't know Which was impressive. a record. And so at eight bucks a beer, which is, you know, we sold them, I think, at the the, the Jack's Bash. Uh, it was 400. That would... Be four hundred and forty thousand dollars in one game. Now that's gross, and you have to buy. I mean, you have to buy the beer. But wow, yeah, great stat out of uh, on two thousand eleven when people started figuring out that LSU likes to drink beer. They go to West Virginia. West Virginia sold two hundred and fifty five thousand three hundred and ninety six dollars worth of alcohol that day. Eighty two percent more than they sold at any other time when they played LSU. And ninety three percent of the couches were burnt. But and that was in two thousand. That was two thousand two thousand eleven. That's Virginia. <laughs> so huh. they they are champions. That, that is. <laughs> but that just goes to show no nobody died. Nobody was. I mean, like you can sell beer in a stadium, <laughs> yep. and it's going to help your revenue. And people will come. More people will come to the games. Like what is the downfall? OBJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that, I was going to say that. What are your thoughts on him? I think he was trying to steal the limelight. I don't like it. It it, it was funny him handing out the cash. Probably not the best idea. Well, go if it was monopoly, monopoly money. Monopoly apparently, money. it wasn't. So they have video. No now. way it was. No, it was real money. Yeah. So they have him going up in the uh, the band section, stealing a megaphone, yep. trying to have the band play neck. Which, if you don't know what that is. Just go research it. Uh, have to do it he gets escorted <laughs> down to the field, throws money out, doing dabs with money, goes into the locker room, starts... I don't know where they got the cigars. I'm assuming maybe it was him. <laughs> Who knows at this point. Gets in the locker room. The police officer's having a little issue. He turns around, slaps the cop on the butt... Now he has an arrest that's, warrant. That's that, dude, that dude cannot consume. <laughs> that was a big day. Oh, what a day. <laughs> but then to, th- that's my issue with it is you're you're trying to steal the limelight from the kids. The, the kid, the, the guys who actually did it. Glad he's on the sideline. That's awesome that they had a bunch of those guys back. I heard uh, Matthew was back as well. I mean, so what did I hear? I had a, I had a, I had a coach a Y basketball game that night, but on my way to the game, one of the one of the announcers on the radio said, "There's close to a billion dollars worth of salary down here on the L- LSU sideline." Oh, absolutely! Well, a lot of money. Yep, yep. It's not surprising that somebody started handing out cash to. They had celery or salary. Salary. Oh, just that'd be weird. Sorry. 
Seltzer salsa. Seltzer salsa. So, on the junior league, FCS level, North Dakota State wins another one. Game was pretty exciting right there at the end. I'd have loved to see JMU give themselves a chance with that last play. He kind of floats it out there to the left where I think maybe even one of us could have got there to knock it down. Probably not, but yeah. But rewind it 30 seconds. Two where they're sitting there on looking over at the coaching staff, looking for the play to be calling in, and they don't even stop the clock. And have a what two timeouts left? I, yeah, I mean he's, he pocketed them. What are you going to use them next year? That'd be funny. You can, <laughs> you can turn them can, back in. Can you, can you get them? Yeah. Um, They'll turn them in for transfers. <laughs> mostly because I just despise NDSU. Once they got up by two scores, I looked at my son and said. I am turning this game off. I have a honey-do list to take care of before the Vikings game came on. And then I worked on that, came back with three minutes to go, and saw that JMU came back. Oh. Like, oh. They did. I mean, they made it interesting. You're, you're right. It would have been an easy game to walk away from. and but it's it, a, At least the suspense was held till that final yeah. interception. But it's NDSU doing what NDSU does, and they're you know, getting the interception at the end for another title. I'm sure it doesn't get old for them to storm that field, but it's, man, it's, you had a rough day. So NDSU does that to you. You had a honey do list that you wanted to get done to watch a Viking game that was even more poor than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Vikings sent uh, offensive abilities back a few years in that game too. Wow, <laughs> that forward pass was not easy. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, it was a rough day. Yep. Good times. Good times. <laughs> not good times, right? I was really disappointed. <laughs> Really just That's why you just you just follow a team that's never going to make the playoffs and just makes your uh, postseason easy. That makes the season long though. Yeah. No, not when you're done by the third week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so clean here. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the carpet is very. Yeah, it's in Great. rows. It's very nice. It's, it's yard lines. Yeah. Ah, we're wrapping Did, up on football. Yeah. SDSU had some awards and some other things to wrap up on SDSU football. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just to close it out for state, um, they finished 10th in the stats uh, media poll and 12th in the American Football Coaches Association poll. So about I mean, right. that, that's about standard. What they do is just basically how you fall out of the playoffs is kind of how they place you. Yeah. I mean, they have UNI ahead of SDSU, and quite honestly, they weren't a better team this year than SDSU. So I mean it's I mean it's how you fall out of the playoffs. I mean they very, got us in the playoffs, but at the end of the year, yeah, very evenly matched. I mean, not much we can say. They beat us they in beat the playoffs. Us. Yep. When we were at home. And then to close it out for I mean, some of some great, great players that put on those uniforms. Two are on the FCS ADA annual academic team. You got Boom and uh, Christian Rose Boom and Evan Greenway. Two great jacks, and then you had the FCS All-American team that Phil Steele puts out, and uh, three were announced on that. He had one with Christian, uh, first team was Christian Roseboom, second team, of course, Kay Johnson and Pierre Strong. I mean, what dudes to have come back uh, to Cade and Pierre mm-hmm. for next year. It's a good building block. And then, of course, we have the all-freshman team that Phil Steele also puts out. First team was Jackson Yonke. Uh, second team was Quentin Hicks, and third team was Diamond Emmons. I mean, you look at what we're losing, but what we're bringing back, it's going to be uh, yeah, I feel another like, hopeful year. I feel like we're pretty stacked coming back. Yeah. I mean, to replace someone like Christian Roseboom, who's going to be playing in the Collegiate Bowl tomorrow, that's on uh, NFL Network at 6 o'clock our time. Uh, his roster says he's wearing number 58. 
Tomorrow being Saturday. Tomorrow being Saturday, yeah. how you read this. We'll so yep. uh, hopefully we'll get this out. And then, uh, yeah, turn at 6. There's no college or NFL football. They're all double-headed on Sunday. So we get one last look at uh, Rose Boom and uh, – and hopefully he get, puts up some good numbers, flies around, gets some tape, and uh, gets a good look. I think he got overrated by some of the larger uh, bowls, uh, senior bowls. Yeah, he uh, got overlooked on those. Yeah, yeah, I mean. But, you know, I saw a video today of him going up against the tight end from Iowa and, you know, the tight end blocking him. And um, he was able to get off that block and would have made a tap on that play. And anytime you're going up against an Iowa tight end you and can get off that block, you're doing a good job because Iowa is tight end university. Yeah, recently, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for to close out the football season, it, I mean, all you can do is we, we reflect and we're thinking, hey, we're losing all that. This is our year. This is our year. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then you look back to the next year, and it's the, the coaches have just reloaded. And, and I mean, they, they're bringing in quality athletes. I mean, we have three on the uh, all-freshman team. I mean, that's just depth. And now they're going to bring yeah. in more guys who actually they didn't expect to play that they were going to sit out in red shirt. They got a year underneath them. So, I mean, they figure out the quarterback situation and get a couple guys situated up in the trenches. I, It's going to be a good year, be I exciting. think. And we'll find out where we're at against Nebraska next year. Yeah. We have one game before that, though. We have a tune-up game before Butler. We play Nebraska. Play Butler yep. before that at home. And our schedule changed. Did you see that? we? What did, did we add? Tarleton? Well, yeah, I mean, Dixie State was what was yep. on the schedule. Now it's Tarlin. So November fourteenth, there's a game. But if you yeah. go, if you look um, at we'll it, there. but if you look no, at it, us and three three thousand maybe of our best friends. Well, I'll try. <laughs> Tarlington is. If you look at SDSU's twenty twenty one schedule, their schedule for that same date on that. I don't know. If maybe some down there no, screwed it, up. It got it got changed. I think uh, Dixie State or whatever sold the game to Tarleton. Because Tarleton was going from Division Two up to FCS, and yep. so they bought that game from Dixie State. Over under how much? Oh, I don't know. The last time I watched us play a, well, I, I think he's asking what the price of the game was. Yes. <laughs> what do you think a printer was? What they cost them? Yeah, I don't know. With the rebate, box of footballs, but only so many people bring out the rebate. <laughs> this is the deal. We're going to sell right. this game to you for a hundred thousand dollars. We're going to mail it back in. <laughs> We'll give you a $20,000 discount if you mail it back into us. I usually lose it by the time I get in the house. Well, we still talk about that personally. Personally? Or? Yeah. So. It's pretty chaotic. I bet it is. <laughs> it, it, is. It, it is. This is why we can't get these podcasts on a regular basis. It is. You're the last true family, wild, man. wild schedule. If we go through the level of things that, what was the last, gymnastics, bless your heart Gymnastics for that. last Sunday, yep. yep. Uh, which was exciting. And tell my daughters, uh, so they it was all over. They're handing out awards. They go, you know, 50% of the girls get a trophy. Uh, and as my daughter is coming back to her bag, she's looking at it while watching another girl throw up on her bag and coat with this horror, horrified look. We didn't know what was going on. And then we realized she came over. She's like, some girl's throwing up in our bag. I was like, great. What a great way to start off this day. Uh, yeah, then uh, here's from, an award for yeah, you. Here's an oh, here's another award, and then go from that to uh, YMCA basketball on Monday night, and then another one on Thursday night. Wednesday night was 
I don't know. Holy depression. Let's talk Deep basketball. Pers- yeah, like, I, mean, I, I kind of feel like you're probably missing something right now that you just don't know. Very We're going to put Phil on a watch. <laughs> Good thing there's a snowstorm going on to allow us to do this and me to get away. Oh, boy. So, basketball, absolutely. SDSU keeps moving along on both the men's and the women's side in the Summit League. Who start, do you want to talk first, men's yeah, or women's? Let's start on the women's side. Okay, I, perfect. I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Matt Zimmer or anything else, but he's absolutely right. Megan Boltzma is just incredible. What a lightning rod. Right. Just, nobody when he said that. fan favor, he's absolutely right. You just, you. I mean, now you pull for her. She, out at Denver, she drops 24. Last night she had uh, 11 or 12. I she believe. had 11 last yeah, night. 11. Last night. And that's five straight games. And over the course of the five games, she's averaging 14 points. I mean, what? To go from somebody who you were, were – she got in at the end of games, right? And with like a minute left, maybe, maybe. She was buried on that bench. To being a really solid contributor now, good for her for sticking with it, working hard, and putting in the time to now get her shot. And she's taking advantage of it. It's awesome. Absolutely. I mean – I, I had her in the same column as kind of a Bull Brown, really, until this year. Yes, yeah. yes, great cheerleader. Yep, support team, yeah. team. When the when the games decided out on the court, I, I really did. I mean, yeah. and I'm, I'm wrong, obviously, but I mean it, that's the feeling I had. It was kind of like AJ doesn't miss often. My thought was he missed, and he didn't. Yeah, but she was a South Dakota girl, so we you know we're gonna give her a shot. Yep. She's yep. tall, but boy, she. And, and kudos to her for taking absolute advantage of an opportunity. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Because because some people either... It's a either pressure shrink, situation. Yeah, they, you, they yep. either shrink away from the opportunity or they excel. And she has excelled beyond a lot of everybody's... And if you thoughts. watch what she's doing, she's getting that ball in a low post about six, seven feet out. Turn around. Turn around, little, almost a little sky... It's almost like a little sky hook bank off the thing. Going into the USD game this weekend, that's going to be huge because they have talls. So now yeah, it kind of it shifts. Yeah, we lose Maya or Maya's out, but now we have some size that can go in and pound with the USD talls where we yes. haven't had in the past. And it gives you it gives you five more fouls. I always kind of go to that. If, you know, you got five more fouls if she can buy some minutes, even if she only scores five points, she's buying some time for. Peyton Burkhardt and Tegan Larson just to get a breather and get back into the basketball game. Or she causes fouls on the other side. Right? Yeah, very I mean, well. I mean, yeah. she. If USD wants to get aggressive with her and she stands her ground and she's playing straight-up defense, you know, that just rotates through USD. They're both deep. What Johnson has done with his team this year with the injuries and, you know, you look back about five, six games ago, I guarantee you all of us were a little nervous. We are like, oh, boy, yeah. injuries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just came off a football season where injuries yeah. determined a year. Now you go into the women's basketball and you're like, oh, who's going to stand up? Well, shoot, I have 10 girls here on a list that all of their points have now, increased. They're taking over and they're stepping up. So that, which then also brings us to, boy, the the Summit League women's basketball is a two-team race. And yep. it is a dramatic drop-off. The, the rest of these teams really need to get it together. 36 points on one game last night? That was, was USD. it? USD. NDSU against USD. Yeah. 36 and points. NDSU's women are perennially horrific. And to give this guy a co- the coach, he has nothing in the closet. I mean, they had the one girl that uh, was their best player transfer, I believe, to Augie. 
Yeah. Yeah. NDSU. Yeah, yeah, NDSU, yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he has nothing to work with. So that is going to be, well, typical well, NDSU basketball. First, it's his first year. Yeah. So. But, well, man, I mean, oh, so we're staring down another SDSU-USD women's championship game on Tuesday afternoon at the... At the Denny. Which that's, makes these weekend games... Which, this which, Saturday which at 1 this, really tells yeah, a lot about what the story is. And I've heard, too, that they're, it's up to USD. This could actually become a doubleheader on Sunday. Because of travel purposes. If if they can't clear stuff, I think they were going to announce sometime this afternoon if and they I were going to move that I haven't, I haven't been on Twitter since... Uh, there was a good point made that... X number of tickets were sold for yeah, Saturday. Yeah, there's a bunch of tickets sold. X number of tickets sold, so were it. sold for Sunday. So you have a logistical nightmare. But you... last year was a doubleheader, too. No. But they sold the tickets. Oh, yeah, you're right. Everybody left. After they, everybody left. Game. after. The, yeah. That's right. They you're absolutely right. Everybody left. It was an empty stadium yep. for the men's jacks and men's youth. But they sold it as a doubleheader. Yeah, correct. So you didn't have to right. leave and come back. Right. This time it was not sold as a doubleheader. Correct. But if people are going to make it, I guarantee you that there's technologies amazing for transferring tickets. I think overall, I mean, you get double headers, you're going to make more concessions, hopefully keep it around because, and we'll oh, get to the mean, men's yeah, side. If it's a reserved seat, now you're now in this seat, like getting on a plane. Yeah. Here's your new seat assignment. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Sure. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, hopefully we have a little Saturday Jacks and Sunday Jacks, but uh, I'd prefer keeping away from my uh, NFL Sunday. <laughs> Just my opinion. What time do the... Well, we'll talk about that later. Well, the the men, what time are the women supposed to play tomorrow? One o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah. And the men would be playing Sunday, and we can get into the men later. But uh, there's let's the, let's do it right. All now. right. Yeah, you mentioned injuries. They're three o'clock. I. Uh, you're talking about being nervous and injuries. When when uh, Wilson goes down on uh, Wednesday night, I just Ooh. I was I felt it. not quite as bad as he did, but. Yeah, was, if you looked at him, you would have thought he I completely thought tore over. every single yep. ligament in his yep. knee. And then Hendo came out after in his press conference and was like, "He has never been hurt before. We're okay. Like we we have to wait and see what it is, but we don't think it's as bad as he thinks it is." And it was more confirmed today that okay. it was not yeah. not a tear. So that's great. Yeah. But UND was a good basketball team. They beat Nebraska. Sure. Yep. I mean, and we just beat them. We just watched the replay here on the TV. I mean, what we beat them by twenty? Yeah. Well, they absolutely shut down Marlon Stewart. Marlon, he was a non-factor in the game yeah. Wednesday night, and that, yep. that's big. Yeah. And for us to be five and one. Tied with NDSU at the top. NDSU just beat USD. USD is under 500 in the conference. Well, Nebraska Omaha is 4 and 1, too, I believe. Do we have any stats? Stats guy. Well, I, I have something on USD if we want to get into that game this weekend. But if we want to overall. Uh... <laughs> the the, Omaha the difference gonna... between the top is not the same as uh, on the women's side. No, no. No, and yeah, it, and... we're 5 and 1. Omaha is 3 and 1. NDSU is 3 and 1. Yep. Or you 3 and 2. But yeah. USD two and three, and we've said this since we started the basketball part of the podcast. It is going to be a crapshoot. This it's a summit league. It's probably going to be one of the best summit leagues that we could probably watch. Yeah, I mean, we're pro SDSU, but if you want actual talent and teams and competition, this could be yeah. a year where one and eight depends on how it works out. Well, unless <laughs> yeah. if Denver gets in there, way, way to bring that back up. Well, <laughs> we just watched that happen a year ago. Yeah, but I mean, it there's going to be competition, but I mean, USD was up on NDSU. They just could not finish the last 5 minutes. I was watching that they I don't I, they did not have a they did not have yeah, a field goal from the thing. field. 
They didn't have a field goal from the field the last five minutes. Everything was from the line. And a fun stat that I... Fun stats. Yeah, fun stat. The SDSU-USD game, with us being injuries and seeing these guys come out, you know, you have a Lou who came off the bench and Mims came off. Mims is another... Megan Boltzma story, like barely he, on the bench at the beginning of the year, but we knew he was kind of decent. He's a freshman to come out now and like you're yeah. you're a big part of the team. And the funny thing, he's carrying himself like a starter. I mean, he yeah. he, I mean, he he came in, he's he's throwing up the threes. He had I mean, he dropped fourteen points in his three point stroke. If he can get that going, and we can get a Lou Dillon to come in and start, that's a whole other dynamic when you have a summit big. Yeah, both both those dudes' confidence is through the roof right now. Yeah, and then you start sitting there, Arian starts doing his thing. We bring back uh, Key when he's, I, I think he was uh, warming up before the game, this, uh, lightly. So he's, yeah. he, I mean, he's probably a week or two away from coming back. Also, we have eight, nine dude, nine guys that can. Yeah, we got some depth. Depth is happening. And now you're going to get to the summit. I mean, we're five and one. There's really, I mean, we're almost halfway through, and there's, I mean, I don't, I mean, there might be a couple slip-up games where, you know, and you have a rivalry game, and NDSU is going to be interesting next weekend, but... Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, though. Yeah, sorry, Friday well, is right? a women's game. Yeah. But these guys... <laughs> no, that's at home. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday at home, NDSU. Yeah. If Douglas Wilson stays healthy, comes back, doesn't miss anything significant, be Friday, all these guys are jumping in. They're taking it by the reins. They're not playing as sophomores and freshmen. No, so no. that is very positive for state fans looking into, hey, let's build the momentum into March and play with what well, we have. Well, I think if you walk away from this first half, because really we've got USD and NDSU, and then we're through the first half of the schedule, right? Yeah. And if you walk through that or get through that and you're 6-2, and two, nobody would have been, because then you're still at the top, nobody would have expected us to be 6-2 and two no, at this point in conference games, five hundred. So now, so now you just bought yourselves a few wins. You've got a few road wins. Road wins. No, I don't care how good right, or bad the go, team you is. You go got to, some road gotta wins. Got to go to ORU. Yep, which is right after NDSU, yep. and you would have to go back up to NDSU. But boy, we're really good at home. So even if you win the rest of your home games and then split, even split on the road after that, you're top two, I think, in the conference. Yeah, eleven and zero at home, and three and seven on the road. So I mean, they're taking care of business at home. If they can turn around a couple road games. I mean, they're going to separate themselves a little bit from that one-two seed. Where you know Saturday's huge. Oh, absolutely. avoid Saturday at all costs. You know, yeah. and, and you know, I don't don't avoid it. Cherish Saturday. Cherish, well, we cherish, cherish Saturday. Saturday. We call avoid it Sunday. We we, we tailgate. <laughs> But uh, but a little nugget too yeah. that I want to drop on the USD bench. They this is I they've only scored 19 points total off the bench the last five games. Breaking news: wow. 19 points and in the Dylan last had, five Dylan games. Had 12 off the bench, and Mims had 14. <laughs> I had That's four. <laughs> <laughs> Beard. Sorry, <laughs> off the bench. Off the bench. But that just tells you, and from what I'm understanding down at USD, it's. The coach is, he's pro matchups. So he doesn't, I mean, he'll do his starters, but one guy can start and play, then he won't play for a game or two. It's all about the flow. Well, if you start adding depth like SDSU is doing, and Hendo says, I'm confident in all of you, I'm throwing this out. Yeah. They're gonna have struggle bus coming at them. Speaking of a struggle bus, <laughs> I, 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 this Sunday, this Sunday is gonna tell us a lot as to. I mean, I. 
we all feel like we're pretty good, but if we win or even keep it close down in USD, and I think we should, then we know that, yep, we're right there. Because the concern is we're young. This team's got to come together, and they have. But now let's play the cream of the crap of what everybody thought well, the summer don't discount was. playing UNO. That, yeah, UNO was a good yeah. That was a good outfit. And, or, or, and or there was a you, game that yeah. could have been won. Yeah, should have been won. Right, you got the ball. You had a good shot. To win. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, US, yeah, it's I mean, exciting. But if like he, they have Pyle down there at UNO, UNO, we didn't have size to go up against. If Alou starts developing and getting confidence, we can throw him in and go against Pyle. Then they have to respect that lower part of the hoop. You know, then we can start getting the guys out wide, and yep. you know, Wilson can start roaming the uh, the lane a little bit. And I mean, it's yeah. to where we are at right now from when we started. Holy positives. Yeah, women, I mean, we're women are injured. About, yeah, we're talking about a one or two seed. Nobody yeah. would have talked about. And people would have been maybe talking about a seven eight seed. Well, and then talking about one or two on the men's side. Yeah, on the men's side. Yeah. And then bracketology on Tuesday. I haven't checked it. I think it comes out today or tomorrow. Thirteenth. Um, yeah. Well, we were fifteenth seed. Third fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah playing SDSU right. out in Sacramento. So I mean, right there, it's like, and I know they just take the top of whoever's leading the the conference. But I mean, it's getting real for these guys, and they're stepping up. Yeah, and they're young. And they're fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch. They score a lot of points and play good defense. Good times. Great times. <laughs> awesome and, times. And your transition was not lost on me with the struggle bus. Struggle Loved bus. Loved it. I don't want to let that. Oh, I missed the struggle bus. Oh, come on. That was a fantastic transition. You know, high five. You know, coming from Eric, who's the Mr. Transition, that I kind of fit a transition of the struggle bus in there. So why don't we explain what the struggle bus is? The struggle buses are... Uh, Beer we're gonna try here again from Drecker Brewery. We didn't go far from the the cooler. Yep. No, no. Nope. Struggle Bus is a breakfast sour, which means I like breakfast. I don't like sour. Well, then you'll like half of it then. All right. Well, and of course, you know, if we try to describe the cans, it's a uh, very. Uh, we'll take a picture of it. I'll put psychotic. Uh, has, psychotic or psychedelic? A little both. Okay. I mean, it's a, uh, a little monsters, some two-headed. Uh, Creatures. Uh, there also is a little six. They're riding the six 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 bus. Yeah, I, so uh, yeah, yes. I, I did see that. I missed um, that part. I, I, I see it's, a. It's um, I see oh, a here. traffic cone smoking dope, and the puffs are coming out of the top of the cone, which yep. is a unique way to smoke weed every day. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so Let's I guess. Let's all right. It. Let's give it a try. Take we'll a put it in front of the. Uh, Ooh, a little premature Ooh. sprain. Ooh. 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 As you can tell if you're on the radio, it doesn't have the crisp opening as a bush light. It doesn't have the pop. It doesn't have the tin ping. It's a little bit more of a thud. But here. Well, now pour it out. I think your carbonation's a little different. Something like this. It's probably because of the snow. So this is a ale? Water? Sour. 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 Oh, my God. It looks like grapefruit juice. Here, go for it. I'll just lick up what's all over the bar here. See, I like I like this beer. This is this is a good breakfast beer. All right, for the guy that has no smell, smells like nothing. Tastes like it smells a little fruity. Yep, yep. Almost yeah, almost like you're gonna drink a, oh. a an orange orange juice with bush light. Yeah, it tastes like the powder packs. That you put in your water, that's kind of like an orange crush powder pack. For me, that could be completely wrong. Tang? Tang. 
Yeah, it's a little sour, but it. But it's not, it's not sour. No, sour. it's not going to make my face pucker. No, it is sticky. It's making Ryan <laughs> right. leave us. Apparently, walking away. Uh, breakfast sour. Yeah, I mean it's, but it isn't an overwhelming sour. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a very breakfast beer. Here we go on the side of the can. We got it's a malt, so it's a pale too raw. Pale too raw. Pale too raw. Yeah, I can't read the special. <laughs> That's hard to read this can. Hops, so we got Hell, Hell or Tau Blanc, Flora, so that, yeah, House Yale Ale Yeast. Holy cow, Orange, goodness. vanilla, the lighting down. Maple syrup, brown sugar, cinnamon, and lactose. Intolerant. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Not bad. They, they're they're 2 and 0 on my book. Good. Absolutely. I, uh, it looks like you got into another one down there. I did. I opened. Uh, I didn't grab a bush light earlier, so Eric did bring another one of the directors that we haven't tried that he's tried is the the blueberry pancakes. It's a slang du jour. It's more, a sour more, of the bre- more of the breakfast series. It's more of a yeah. You, you could yeah. You get some uh, blueberry pancakes with that. So we're pairing the uh, breakfast sour with That's, some blueberry. Pancakes. Yeah, that one was really good as well. And what's the what's the last one that we haven't cracked open yet is a. That's a dessert there. That's a dessert. That's our double fruit smoothie we'll, sour, the we'll, raspberry and guava. We'll try that one on the next one, but the blueberry one, I'm going to pour this in a glass. It, it is purple. Um, I guess purple, right? Would you call that purple? Fuchsia. Dark fuchsia. <laughs> Almost, yeah. But it was good. I tried it earlier when we were uh, talking, and yeah, that would, that would also pair well with some sort of breakfast, like pancakes, French toast, bacon. It's a salad. It's it's gonna be a salad thing to drink before we head to the Summit League basketball there you tournament. Go. It smells like nothing. <laughs> it smells like blueberries. It's a lot. Oh, it's tart. It's more tart than the sour. It is tart. It is. They're both really good though. Drecker, good job. I yeah, think the, uh, they, they make a great beer. We'll we'll taste test the this other one next week. Right. So last time we did this, we. We yep. did the scale of one to five. Scale. Okay, where are we at? We need to change it. I'm going to have to change it to the 10-point scale because if anybody follows Barstool, he has a great, great way to the 10-point scale. 10 is you'll never have anything better. I think he only set five or four. That's over the 9.0. It's so much easier to... To go up to 10. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the three to five, I think we'll have a lot of threes, a lot so, of fours. So a one is a sip and spit out, and a 10 is <laughs> the best you've ever had. Right. It'll be the last beer you have. So, so <laughs> you will never drink another <laughs> never beer again. Um, what? So what were the other two? Where would we put those at then on the 10-point scale? I'd put the one at a 7, the other one at a 6.5. What did we have? The, you said Are three. you going all the way back to the Mexican honey? The, yeah, uh, the Mexican honey I'd probably put at a 6.5. Yep. Yeah, and then we had the Drecker Milkshake IPA last brought, week. Brought all the boys to the yard. Yep. Yep. And we that one's a yeah, that one's a seven. That one's six and a half. This one, this one I put also as a six and a half. It's good, but I would put the the blueberry is at a seven, and the other sour is yeah six and a half, six six and a half. I'm gonna base my struggle bus on a few things: look, taste, and feel. The look of it looks like I had leftover chocolate milk and poured it into orange juice or grape juice. It's kind of like a brownish orangish. It doesn't look appealing in a glass. The taste is actually very good. I think it, the sourness, and for a guy that can't taste, I, I have the sour, but it's not as bitter sour. It's like a cool sour. Right. 
What? I love the fact we're doing a taste testing with you, and you're saying, I really can't taste. No, and I think that's the ultimate taste. But he also knows how to run a Traeger like it's going out of style and make smoke makes, beads. Make smoke eggs like yeah, hell can, you cook. Take, can you taste those either? No, oh. I've never been able to taste. You just meat. really enjoy cooking meat. I just hey, figure out what people compliment you about. Keep it going. So I'm gonna put this struggle bus. I'm gonna put it at about a six point eight. Six point eight. Oh wow! Point three higher than Phil's six point five. On the. Uh, Blueberry one that looks, I mean, it's blueberry is purple, which is odd, but appealing. It does look good in a glass. Uh, really not much head on it. It doesn't really give you any carbonation look. And from a taste, I'm going to go about a 6.5. Oh, so you have it worse than the other one. I think I like this. Oh, I, I like the blueberry better. Yeah, and I like the struggle. I'm, I like the struggle bus slightly. You like the struggle bus? Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Struggle bus hey, is seriously. Hey guys, we haven't always agreed on really anything. Lately, <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is going according to what we uh, one would expect. Well, while I wrestle more over my scoring, do we have anything on SDSU yeah, so, wrestling? So SDSU, since the last time we had talked wrestling, um, I just had it up here. So we beat you and I in a duel. Uh, so just starting out, so you and I was ranked number 16th in the nation. Um, we won 25-13, which is, that is, that's a big score to put up on a team that's ranked there. So when Danny Vega comes out and beats, and Danny Vega is at a 125, he comes out and beats the number 18 guy in the nation 10-6. to That that just sets the stage of, okay, when, when guys go into, when I think, Coaches, when they go into a wrestling match, they can kind of go, okay, this this guy's going to win, this guy's going to win, this this is where we're getting these points from. Here's here's our potential close matches. Danny Vega going in, we just look at it, and him beating the number 18 guy, you go, okay, that we picked up one that maybe we probably shouldn't have got. Uh, Zach Price, Kyle, whoever from, from you and I. So you start off with two wins. Number 16 guy from UNI beats Clay Carlson, which you could probably expect. Very close, 7-5. to five. But then Henry Polymer, who's number 17 in the nation, has wrestled in the, in the, at Nationals, comes out in major decisions, the number 7 wrestler in the nation, 9-1. to one. Well, now you've got added points on that in a match that you probably thought would be close, but we probably shouldn't win. So that's big. Tanner Cook comes out and wins by, by a, a fall. Which is huge. You add more points there. So, I mean, just looking at it, you had a few guys who probably either shunt of one or you knew was going to be close. You pick up those wins, and then you finish with Tanner Sloan with another fall. So you end up with two falls and major decision. That's where your big points are. So that's a big win against a very good wrestling team down at UNI. And then uh, to pick up the next win against Wyoming, which was an even closer match. Um, Great job to the wrestling team. They're, they're really getting rolling. And really go back to New Year when they were down at South Beach. Yeah. I mean, they went down there, and we had the coaches up here for the Superpire Staters meeting, and they said, you know, we're going down there to do business, but we're going to have fun. It almost like something clicked with a lot of these guys. And they came in to do I Wyoming. Now they have a huge one tonight. 
Friday night against uh, Iowa State comes into town in the Brookings. So, pending weather and from what I heard from Kate Johnson complaining about how the, <laughs> how the streets don't They're get not paved. The snow here either. I'm assuming that anything and everything around uh, Frost tonight is going to be about as paved as you can get to get everybody in that place. But yeah. well, I think Danny Vega will probably get ranked here pretty soon. I I don't know enough, but he seems to be on a roll. He is not ranked in the nation yet. But you got Henry Palmer who's ranked. You got um, Zach Carlson who's ranked at 184, and Tanner Sloan who's ranked at 197. So the more guys you start getting ranked, you, you know, as you head into that Big 12 tournament coming up here, you know, I would I would assume in about a month and a half. Like that's that's what Coach Hahn had said is you know our goal is to get these guys. So we're just amping up, amping up, and you can kind of tell we're getting better, we're getting better. And when we hit the Big 12 tournament and nationals, that's where we want these guys wrestling their best. And that's it, it looks like the plan is working. A lot of good things coming together for that's, the wrestling that's team. A lot of, that's very exciting. Big weekend for Jackrabbit basketball. I'm not going to ask us to make predictions because we should be predicting SDSU wins on both the men's and women's side. I'll, how about this? Will the women's be? I think the women's game will be close. Is it? No. It's a great prediction, right? No. That's the way to go on all in. But is it going to be like four or five points close? I think last it, second shot, us three pointer win, game over. Okay. I'll Boom. take win I'll by t- two. I'll take any win. As long as you can get a split with the USD, both men's and women's side. I mean, usually they went down there, we went up in frost. Yeah. If, if, if we can sneak one away from down there and then get up there? Yep. But you're right. You don't you don't want to get blown out or anything like that on, on either side. But no, especially especially what has been built over the last five to seven games by both teams. But we'll look forward to watching that. Uh, so we have some predictions for this weekend. These we can do. We're, can we get an AFC and NFC champ to talk about there? So, as, <laughs> so Philip has the Bills. So, yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills. No, I'm going with the. Uh, Tennessee taking Tennessee. Yeah. Derrick Henry is a beast. What does uh, um, oh, what's his name that came to game day for us? I'm, I'm There's a lot Pat, of them. Pat, Pat McAfee. <laughs> Matt, Pat McAfee. You, you forgot Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee. <laughs> I don't know why. Give him another day. struggle. It's been a it's been a long long week. Yeah. Um, like Pat McAfee says, Derrick Henry. Six foot fourteen, six hundred and eighty pounds is gonna run all over the Chiefs defense. And the best thing, the best offense, or the best defense against the Chiefs is to keep their offense off the field. Yeah. So I'm going with I'm going with Tennessee and then the 49ers gonna roll. Because I just really hate green and gold. You got like green and gold is awful. You got the 49ers and yeah. the Titans. 49ers and Titans in the Super Bowl. Which I can't won't be able to watch. Well, you will put Mr. Vrabel one closer to lobbing off his junk than if he can go to the Super Bowl. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> really? You don't know? You don't know? Oh, He's, oh he said he cut off his wah, wah, if uh, if they won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He, wow. he clarified, he 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 clarified that he was just kidding, but <laughs> yeah, he said on a podcast that he would do that. And he said, I knew they were going to ask me things, and if I just clammed up, it wasn't being fun. So I tried to make it as fun as possible, so... Much like Go us ahead in this and, podcast. That's right. Hey, who you got? Going to me? Yes, going to you. Well, I really want, I would really love to see Chiefs Packers. For the 100th year of football, 
I mean, two sto- historic uh, teams. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you got to remember, I got engaged at Lambeau. Okay. I'm going Chiefs-Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers goes off. It's all dependent on him. I have some reason to feel that I, Packers have gone this entire season without anybody even noticing them. I hope you go on too. You got Chiefs-Packers. All, all right. right, we're running long today, yeah, so I'll we just are running long. I do have the Chiefs and the Niners. We'll get back to this next week. We got another beer from Drecker. Which I think that will happen. I think it'll be Chiefs tonight. Well, good. Okay. You know, but I want Go Pack Go. And better yet, go big. Go Boo. Go Jacks. <laughs>